My name is Ashley, and this is Let's Talk Dispatch. I do. <laughs> You're going to do it. Do it really well. And I believe the world needs more dispatchers. Around the mud, blood, and beer. Years that I'm not working Fourth of July. Fourth of July. Community policing, right? What about community dispatching? So on this show, with the help of my guests, we will educate, empower, and support the heroes behind the headset. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode here on Let's Talk Dispatch with me, Ashley, the Raspy Dispatcher. Today, we are going to be talking about um, something I think every department definitely spends some time on. And us dispatchers, especially entry-level folks, don't, uh, don't find the importance of it until we are in it. And that is ergonomics. You know, we are as dispatchers, sitting for a large part of our shifts in our day and having good ergonomics and, more importantly, good equipment that is built for the type of work and use that we have on our chairs in our communication center environments is so important. So to have knowledge about ergonomics and to have good products that are actually built for the usage that our dispatch centers have, which is pretty much 24-7, is definitely a topic that we need to talk about more. And that is why my guest with the company Concept Seating, Joel Vento, is coming on to talk about today. Hi, Joel. How are you? Hi, Ashley. Thanks for having me. No, thanks for reaching out. You guys definitely reached out to me, you know, wanting to bring uh, this topic to the forefront. Um, Ergonomics and dispatch centers, especially for me specific, is so important. Yeah, we think it's uh, it's vital for people uh, to have the proper chairs and support while they're doing their job. We try to make everyone's job a little easier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, in the world of dispatch, we definitely like easy because the job's already hard enough, right? Right. That is for sure. So tell us a little bit about yourself and your company. And Sure. My name is Joel Vento. I'm the vice president of sales and marketing here at Concept Seating. I uh, have been with the company or I've been with the brand Concept Seating since 1991. So I've been with the company for 31 years. <clears throat> I was the company's uh, third employee. And um, we actually started out as a vehicle seat company for squad cars. Mm-hmm. So from 1993 through uh, 1996, we did vehicle seats. And at one point, made the safest vehicle seat in the world. And we also made councils for squad cars. And then as we evolved as a company in 1996, um, some of our dealers were saying to us that when they go into the dispatch centers that, the chairs that they use in the dispatch are, are inadequate. So we thought that we could use uh, some of our technology that we had uh, developed for the vehicle seats and made that into the office chair, which is uh, one of those chairs, the uh, byproduct of that chair is still being used today. So in 1998, Concept Seating became a full-fledged chair company. We stopped doing vehicle seats altogether. And um, we haven't looked back. And then since then, we have branched outside of public safety. And now we do chairs for the federal government, uh, the FAA, um, 
a great deal for the FAA. We are in mass transportation, such as Amtrak and so forth. Mm-hmm. We do a lot with casinos in the surveillance and security areas, a lot with process control. Um, any 24-7 type location is uh, is our niche. We don't make any normal office chairs. You know, and it's it's so funny. And I think for people who are just getting into dispatching or um, shift work where you're working long hours, um, I don't think folks who aren't in those this type of work really think about that. We just think about office chairs being office chairs, right? But like like you mentioned, the twenty four seven use is is super important because once I leave the seat, someone else is sitting there, right? right? And when you're talking about a normal office chair, a, a person with a normal job. Um, that person's not sitting in their chair even eight hours a day, right? They're going to a meeting, they're going to lunch, they're doing all sorts of things. Um, and then after they go home from work, no one's sitting in that chair until the very next day. Mm-hmm. So to have that chair in constant use is different both from a user standpoint and also from a manufacturing standpoint. And the government recognizes that. And in the early 70s actually came out with a specification for 24 7 use and a lot of comp- a lot of agencies don't realize it's there even federal government agencies don't always know that it's there but that specification is much more difficult to meet than a normal office chair standard for instance so every office chair has to meet what they call ANSI BIFMA uh, an ANSI BIFMA standard x.51 which is basically that the chair is safe and it's um, adjustable and it's ergonomic, somewhat ergonomic but when you talk to uh, when you want to make it an intensive use chair with the federal government, new specifications get put in. So, for instance, if you have a cyclical back test where uh, on an anti bifma test, the, the cyclical back reclines 25,000 times with no weight in it. But if you make it a 24-7 chair, you put 250 pounds in the chair and then cycle it back 200,000 times. So it's the the. The requirements for 24-7 and to meet those requirements is much more stringent than it is for a normal office chair. And it sounds like concept seating is not only, you know, leading in that and specializing for the 24-7 chair user, but you guys have been not leading for a very long time. We have tried. Yeah, when we made, when we made that uh, leap from vehicle seats to office chairs, um, we really took into consideration what was important for dispatch. And um, so the, uh, primarily also in the downtime of a chair, right? Mm-hmm. Just like in an automobile, you might have something that breaks on a chair. We want to make sure that that chair can be replaced easily in the field. So our chairs are extremely modular to the point where you can even take a cover off, replace it in the field, and um, that chair is back up and running again. So uh, the warranty portion of our business is also very important. Yeah, and I think that, that that's very important for a dispatch center because if a chair goes down, you know what I mean? Like, you know, I've worked in a center where we have like that one chair that doesn't do that one thing, but we're waiting for a part and it's been down for months. And right. um, But that's the only chair that's available because all the seats are full, which is great. We love our center to be have every seat full, but you know, having a comfortable seat and a seat that if it does go down for whatever reason can be replaced quickly 
is something that, again, I wouldn't consider extremely important until I was in this line of work, right? Right. And the other thing that we found when we were developing chairs was that we needed a chair that could be ergonomic for somebody who's five foot one, mm-hmm. all the way up to six foot six, maybe somebody who's 110 pounds. And the next person that shares that chair is somebody who's 450 pounds, right? Mm-hmm. And, and if in a normal office chair with just a foam substrate, that that little person is sitting in a compressed foam of the big person. So it was very important to us to have a chair that would support each individual shape and size based on that person's shape and size. So um, that everyone is comfortable at work and everyone is healthier at work. And um, so our goal was to hit the 96th percentile, which would be about 5.1 to 5.1 inches to about six foot six inches. And because of our performance requirements that we had with our testing, a byproduct of that was that we could hold an enormous amount of weight. So all of our chairs are rated to 550 pounds, regardless of whether we feel that that person would be extremely comfortable in that chair, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So we have different widths. Um, so somebody who would be sitting in one of our smaller chairs, even though it still supports 550 pounds, if that person's 500, they would probably want a chair that's a little wider. Yeah. That's awesome. So what exactly is ergonomics and why is it important? Because I know when I got into this line of work, there was a section that we had to check off where we listened to a speech about ergonomics that at the time I probably didn't pay attention to enough (laughs) as I should have. Um, But it is extremely important for our longevity in this career. Well, I think when you're talking about ergonomics and how it relates to chairs and sitting, it's it's a way for the uh, you want to aim to find a solution for um, the different pains and strains that the body would endure while sitting for a, a long period of time, as compared to a standard office chair. Mm-hmm. Um, we're designed to support the the body when sitting at a desk. It considers posture. It considers back support distribution of weight. And that's distribution of weight is a very, very big key component uh, and also how people can move in the chair. Mm-hmm. So sitting is is extremely bad for you. And prolonged sitting, uh, especially day in and day out, is, is really bad. Um, there's a lot of diseases that are associated with prolonged sitting, such as uh, diabetes, um, circulation problems, uh, high blood pressure, um, heart issues, uh, digestive digestive issues. So um, that's a, a real, those are real issues, right? That people aren't probably aware and you compound that with the high stress of being a dispatcher. It can be a very unhealthy um, occupation. Mm-hmm. So if you're sitting for 12 hours or 10 hours and you are not properly supported, and if your weight is not being dissipated, properly in the chair, you're going to have some health issues, most likely. So what happens is that if you sit in, for instance, let's say you sit in just a regular foam chair, foam doesn't have dissipation weight, or it doesn't dissipate weight very, very, very much at all. So that constricts your blood and your oxygen through your lower extremities. And that makes things, um, when you start to fidget, that's because your body is trying to get into a position where you are relieving some of that pressure and getting some blood and oxygen to flow through. So if you can dissipate your weight evenly across the chair surface, 
you have better blood and uh, circulation through your body, and it's a much healthier situation. Even that being said, somebody should get up every hour as much as they possibly can for 10 minutes. And, you know, if they can do their job standing up for a couple minutes, that certainly makes their, their, the whole um, operation much healthier. Definitely. And I mean, the reality is, is that, you know, the sedentary lifestyle that we have in our calm centers, you know, we do need to be more vigilant of, you know, like you were saying, the diseases that can come from that type of work being seated for so long. Um, But we definitely should be vigilant and our centers should be equipped with seating and any other equipment that can help us reduce the risk to those things. Right. I I absolutely agree with that. I I can't imagine having, I mean, we've heard the situation. I've actually heard directors say, I don't want my people too comfortable. (laughs) And to me, that is staggering. I mean, how, how could you want to do your job and you're more worried about how you are fidgeting in your chair and you're uncomfortable and, to me, that's a, that would be a, not a very ideal work environment for me. Before we continue, we wanted to take a moment to thank our partners at Prepared. You can learn more about the awesome support and technology Prepared provides to first responders by heading to prepared911.com. Partners like Prepared help to continue our mission of supporting, empowering, and educating the heroes under the headset. You can learn more about our resources and partnerships by heading to theraspydispatcher.com. Now let's get back to the show. Yeah, no, I completely agree. I mean, I definitely, like like us all, right? We can all do better. And I know my ergonomics can be terrible sometimes <laughs> my feet will be up I'll be laid back I'll be typing out here you know but, <laughs> which we want to get away from right but um I think that I think the bad ergonomics starts happening more when you're fit, doing that fidgeting as you mentioned and you're kind of trying to find a comfort in a seat that might not be providing all the things that that we're not even aware it's supposed to be providing us, right? Correct, right. And and chairs are a very personal thing. What what somebody finds comfortable, even though it might be ergon- it might be equally ergonomic, and the person just doesn't find it comfortable for their body shape. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, you got to do the best you can in finding what works best for you. And and a center would have to do the best they can in trying to find uh, a product or a chair that works for the most people as a whole. Yeah, and I was going to say, you know, every center has so many different folks to to try to uh, make happy, right? Unfortunately, every center is not going to be able to order um, a specific chair for that dispatcher. Um, so what, what would you say concept seating um, is trying to do to answer that problem of multiple people, different fancies, you know, one chair type sure. of chair. So like I said before, we really try to aim for targeting that fourth percentile female to the 96th percentile male, which is about five, one to six foot six. And in that situation, we wanted to dissipate the person's weight. We wanted enough adjustments that they can adjust it if they're, if they're smaller. 
or if they're larger. Um, that dissipation of weight um, allows us to do some other things that we have seat sliders to make that more adjustable. We have uh, lumbar support. We have in the back on a, most of our chairs that goes up and down. Uh, we have a uh, headrest that can be used as a neck roll, a headrest, or be folded out of the way. Um, we also make a bariatric chair for uh, people who are up to 800 pounds, and we try to make that chair as similar to a uh, of our other products in our in our family of chairs, so that somebody is not ostracized by using this huge enormous chair and they feel out of place because they have to have a chair that looks like a love seat. Mm -hmm. So um, we, we, we tried to think of everything we possibly could in um, the health and benefit of a dispatcher. We make them as strong as we pretty much over-engineer the chairs and they still find a way to break at times, which is unbelievable to us. But, <laughs> but when we find something, we, you know, we, we re-engineer it so we don't have that problem anymore. So we take our jobs very seriously and do the best we can in terms of providing a product that uh, is safe and comfortable. That's awesome. Do you have any like tips and tricks to help um, a dispatcher or any individual really who is um, sitting for long periods of time to practice good ergonomics or? Well, I, I, I do see or hear or listen to when I go to trade shows and things, I hear a lot of people about saying about uh, sitting in cross-legged, if that's the, with their feet on the chairs. <laughs> probably, not, probably not the best way to do it. Um, I would say use the chair ergonomically like it should. Don't sit on the front, you know, hunched forward. Try mm -hmm. to sit in the chair completely. And also get up every hour for five to ten minutes. Mm. and try to do your job standing up or something so you get the blood and the oxygen flowing. I would say those are the top three things that I would say for staying healthy. Awesome. If you don't, if you don't if, especially if you're in a chair that's not really meant for dispatch. Yeah. You know, and if, if someone's sitting cross-legged in one of the chairs, like, like I got in my center, you know, that, I think that is a, that is a talent. I'm about to go to work. I'm like, can I can I get both my legs up? <laughs> I don't know if I got the flexibility or I think that makes two of us. There's no way. Right. I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> That's great. Um, so how can a center, you know, work with you guys, get a sample, or you know, what does it look like for someone who's checking out your guys' chairs? What does that process look like? So we have um, rep groups, sales rep groups throughout the country, and we have a very vast dealer network mm -hmm. that, go out, that goes throughout the country. Um, so if you either call us at our 800 number, which is 800-892-5563, or you can reach out to us on our website, which is conceptcity.com, and there is a inquiry tab that you can fill out. It's a short little form that goes into our sales department and then we would direct you to the correct people. And there are times when um, we bring, have our reps or dealers bring chairs out to the people so that they can try. And sometimes we'll send some in um, and let them keep them for a couple of weeks so that they can test them on the job because we think that that's important as well, that somebody can actually use the chair as it is intended and not just sit in a chair for two or three minutes and say, yep, that's the one for me. So I, we think that until you sit in a chair for a period of time and do your job, 
you'll know if it works for you or not. Yeah, I definitely think I know um, in my center, they were recently receiving a bunch of samples of chairs and, and having the chairs come into the center and being able to sit and um, try them out, play with all the different, um, you know, functions of it. Because I think sometimes, too, as dispatchers, you don't kind of realize all the different tools and uses that are coming on these chairs, like the headrest that snap up and down and, right. you know, the different angles and all the, like, there's a lot of knobs on some of these chairs. Right, and, and we don't even have that many knobs on our chairs, but to keep, you know, it to teach everybody in a 24 hour setting where we are talking to one shift and then when the next shift comes, we have to figure out ways to, so we have videos and things so that the next shift can watch to see how they can uh, adjust the chairs while they're testing them. That's awesome. Yeah. Cause I know sometimes I'd sit in a chair and just be like, I don't, there's so, <laughs> why is this here? And why, like, right? there's one chair that has like, um, in my center, it's an older one. It's on its way out and it has like a, a little pump on the back of it, like a little yep, lumbar support. Yeah. And I'm just, I'm just like, it's become a fidget toy if the chair's near me and I'm not sitting <laughs> in it. I, just, like, I don't know. That's not something I use, but that's how like intense some of these ergonomically oh, yeah. designed we, we chairs. Actually, are, right? We actually have that on our chairs, the uh, yeah. lumbar support pumps. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. <laughs> Awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on and talking about ergonomics. I mean, again, I think it is definitely a topic we don't spend a lot of time talking about. And it is something that I think our centers need to continue to implement, continue to have conversations about, especially when we're bringing in new chairs and new products um, like the ones you guys are offering. Do you guys have any new products coming out? Uh, we do have a new chair that's coming out in the first quarter of next year. Awesome. Is, um, we're very excited about it. It's been in, in the works for about a year and a half. And um, it's out for testing right now. We debuted it at the APGO show in Anaheim. Very cool. Uh, as a prototype to get some feedback on it. And then we uh, have made some tweaks and things based on feedback. So we're very excited. Yeah, I think that's awesome that you guys uh... – brought it out for the world to give some feedback at APCO, especially such a big dispatch specific conference. Talk about putting it in front of the right people, right? Yeah, right, right, yeah. <laughs> well, it, um, dispatch and public safety probably remains 40% of our business, so it's mm -hmm. extremely important for us. Um, and uh, so we've been entrenched in that community for a very long time. Awesome. Very, very cool. Well, again, Joel, thank you so much for jumping on here oh, and talking you, about, about your products, concept seating, and I'm going to include all the information for the folks to get in contact with you guys um, in the info section of this episode. So folks listening, don't feel like you got to write everything down. I'm going to include everything so you can easily get in contact with Joel and concept seating. So you guys can get some new um, equipment for our centers so we can help support the dispatchers who are working 24-7 out there. Thank you so much. And one last thing I'd like to, we've, we started last year the um, Golden Headset Award. Awesome. Which is a, uh, an award where um, we send out, um, well, dispatchers from across the country nominate their peers 
um, and we do this in conjunction with the Denise Amber Lee Foundation. And then um, we have, um, we just had our first, we just awarded our first winner at the Anaheim APCO show. And it's been going over very well. And I just wanted to say that we are doing that so that um, I'm going to get a free plug in for that because we, we're very excited about that program as well. Yeah. So is this like um is this like a, a program where we're just nominating like folks for the work they're doing or kind of what's the basis around yeah. it? Uh, for dispatchers who have kind of gone above and beyond their normal call of duty. Very. So um, we've had some, it's very tough to choose and when we had to, we actually don't, I get to see them, but we don't make the decision. Um, yeah. a, a panel of dispatchers throughout the, uh, I think picked out by Denise Amber Lee are the ones that, so dispatchers nominate people and then dispatchers are the ones that are, are saying which are the people that win. So, um, cool. but we're, we're very happy to be a part of it. That is awesome. I'm definitely going to include that information as well. So we can get more folks and get you guys more nominations and more stories. Um, I'm definitely a big fan of highlighting dispatchers who go above and beyond. And um, I think that the first winner was from your neck of the woods. Were they? Right, they were from the uh, in the central California area. Awesome, so. very very cool. That's so cool. I'm definitely going to include that because, you know, I I do call to actions all the time for people. Like, I want to hear the stories. I want to hear, you know, all the good things that is happening in dispatch because it is something that we don't highlight enough. Right, right. I agree. Awesome. William, thank you, Joel. I'm going to kick you out. Thank you, Ashley. Outro, and I'll be right back with you, okay? Thank you. Bye-bye. All right, everybody. That's another episode here on Let's Talk Dispatch about ergonomics, having good seats in our centers. It, it honestly is something we don't talk about enough and the way my ergonomics be set up. It needs a lot of work. So if you are a center that is looking to replaced your current seat and are wanting to reach out to a company who gets it, who's working with dispatchers for the actual amount of seating that is happening on these chairs, definitely reach out to Joel in Concept Seating. All their information and contact is going to be in the info section of this episode. Uh, so thank you guys again for joining me. Until next time, stay raspy. Thanks for joining us on today's episode of Let's Talk Dispatch. Don't forget to subscribe on YouTube at The Raspy Dispatcher. Follow us on Instagram and check out Let's Talk Dispatch anywhere you listen to podcasts. I'll see you next time and stay raspy.